There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark, and we have the Sixers' new head coach with us, Nick Nurse. And, Nick, you were obviously in demand on the coaching market. There were reports that you chose the Sixers over the Suns. Maybe they were even other teams. <laughs> Why are the Sixers the best fit for you? Yeah, I mean, combination of three things. I think you're, you're first of all, very lucky to be in demand with a, with a choice. It's not, it's not uh, I think timing plays a lot uh, into that, but... Three things, I think, competed against this team. think it's a very good roster. Um, I got a little history with Daryl. We worked together before a long time ago. I think his pedigree in putting together rosters and getting players signed and making deals speaks for itself. And then, uh, you know, Josh and David. David, those guys are, are very well respected in the league. So anybody I asked about kind of the combination of the three things, um, it landed on Philly. Yeah. What do you like about this roster that they currently have? Well, um, I think you got some superstars that are that are the starting point, right? I think you don't you don't win big time in this league without without those guys, right? And then I think there's a lot of talent around it. I think there's a lot of guys that that can take steps forward. I think there's some depth there. You know, everything you need to, to, to try to make that long run through the playoffs, yeah. Obviously, it's all built around Joel Embiid, yep. and you guys have had a, a history. <laughs> um, Joel yep. even said your defense at times was reckless because you would throw everybody yep. at him or yep. three guys at him. Mm -hmm. Is this almost like you have a cheat code now? Can that help you open up some things for Joel, having studied him and played against him for so long? Yeah, I mean, listen, a lot of that stuff we did to him was just out of sheer necessity like almost dire like we you know we had to get him stopped and we just you know we just decided kind of at certain points in games that we couldn't let him beat us and we rolled the dice on on other guys beating us i, I kind of say it as, as not as uh, give and take but take and give we, we were trying to take something away understanding we we might give something up and how how long could we stomach the give up part of it but we didn't want him to to be the one uh time so but, but, yeah, I mean, we threw everything possible at him, so we should be able to talk about how, how to beat it and, and stuff like that, hopefully, if we, if we see the same. And, obviously, he is the MVP. Yeah. He's had tremendous regular season success, but sometimes at the end of the second-round series, maybe he's not able to be as productive. Do you think that you can unlock some things in those biggest moments with Joel to get him over the hump? Yeah, I think I think this, first of all, that's certainly going to be where we probably start with some talking about how we can do that and how we can make some progressions through the playoffs, et cetera. Um, I think this, too, when I mean, I can only I can only reference what I've been through 2018, 2019. And it isn't you don't you got to make sure that these other guys can just just go off the charts every now and then you know like again remember these names but we'd have Abaka have a big night we'd have Siakam have a big night we'd have Van Fleet have a big night we'd have Gasol have a big night we'd have Danny Green like Kyle Lowry like 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 there's some nights those other guys got to go when when the game plan is like I just talked about to take away 
then then we got to raise the level of everybody around there because it's a that that long run is a is a collective thing and each night's different. Not everybody's playing good every night in the playoffs. I mean, we're watching it now. These some of these guys that are superstars, you know, and then somebody else has to pick up pick it up if you're going to keep advancing. Yeah. And and when you guys beat Joel to go on yeah. to the Eastern Conference Finals, you saw his tears. Yeah. That that shot crushed him. And yeah. and the fact that he wasn't moving on, do you sense he so badly wants to get to that next level? I do. I think he's super competitive. I think I've never not thought that playing against him. Um, anytime we've gone against him each year, um, I think he's gotten better each year. He's been certainly harder to guard every every season, you know, trying to figure out what can we do next to him. But certainly, man, he's a, at the core of who he is. He's a, he's a competitor. Now, you know Philly from having come here all the time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're hoping this team can get out of the second round. Yeah. Doc Rivers lost his job yeah. after three straight second round appearances. Yeah. Are you ready for the pressure? Because this town <laughs> wants this team to get over the hump. You well, know what you're in for. Well, I, I, um, I don't know if I welcome that pressure, but I also understand like my goal, whether it's here or Toronto or the Birmingham Bullets or the London Towers, whoever I was coaching at the time, is, is you know you start each year with how you, you're trying to figure out a way to get to win it all. So the second round or whatever, whatever we keep talking about. I mean, I'm going to try to make a pathway to get to the to get to the big prize. That's what that's what we. I mean, that's what. I get up every day thinking about, and I think that's what our team should get up every day thinking about. And obviously you had some great defensive systems in Toronto, and you had some length with a mm-hmm. lot of your players. Mm-hmm. When you look at this roster, will you be able to play that way, or are you going to have to kind of design defensive scheme for this talent and this roster? Yeah, good, good question. I think that almost each team you have has its own system that it should play. I'm not, I'm not saying that we know exactly that we do the right thing every time, but for us and that team, that was – how we play, but it was markedly different from the 18-19 team. You know, we had a different. We had, we had Gasol and Ibaka, and you know, we had a different and Lowry and Danny Green and, and and things. So, our our challenge as coaching staff is to figure out what that this particular group of guys can do the best, so that our defensive rating and our defensive efficiency is very good, and then hopefully at times like really nasty. So teams have a really hard time scoring when you need it. Yeah. P.J. Tucker play a role in that for sure man tuck is uh worked with tuck i was an assistant uh when he was in toronto but love him ultimate competitor tough ultimate pro how about tyrese maxey what excites you about him and offensively how can you get him with that pace and get him going well what excites me is he looks like he keeps getting a lot better not not a little bit better he keeps getting a lot better almost every time every time you see the guy so that his work ethic his love of the game his compete level there's a lot of talent there. Um, just continue to develop his skills, um, work on his on his uh, ability to impact the game at the defensive end with with all that athleticism that he has, and and I think he's super bright future, man. You're coming into a situation where James Harden can make the decision yep. about his future. Are you selling him or actively sure. going to sell him about why he should stay? And you, I'm sure you want him to stay. Yeah, for sure. I mean, listen, he's he's a uh, one of the great players to, to play the game again going back about playing against him really hard to game plan for um can score the basketball all these things he's got ton, tons of experience so yeah there's not a there's not a million of those guys walking around so we, we definitely want him back and philadelphia loves honesty i've seen your press conferences i think you're pretty honest you you kind of let some things out there and let people know when somebody's got to pick it up or, or accountability with the public as well 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I think accountability is a huge part of this job, and and it gets thrown around a lot, right? But we, we try to, like, actually make it a, a system that actually involves numbers, you know, the accountability of, you know, like, this is the stuff we're trying to do. Here's how many times you had a chance to do it, and here's how many times you did it. You know, and, and those reports and those things kind of build over the season. So, uh, you know, film work after games. There's all kinds of things that fall under accountability. Um but I think that's the way to do it. Here's what we want to do, and how well are you doing it? Almost every day. Yeah. yeah. So, so numbers are you kind of? Yeah. Is that kind of a grading system? Yes. Yes, yeah. it is. Yeah. And I think I think that um, what we try to do is hold them accountable, and then hope that some of this transfers to the leaders of the team, and everybody starts holding each other accountable on some of this stuff. And and that's usually how it's worked in the past. So, if I was to ask you about your musical tastes, if mm -hmm. you had a starting five. <laughs> for music oh man i know you there's like there, to take the guitar on the road there's and too many yeah do you have a starting five though your top five no, bands no. or musicians I, or I, groups i i i got a, a top hundred probably yeah, yeah but we, we don't need to get into that I, I, I like uh music does a lot for me personally and it's kind of my own personal thing yeah you know, we've had coaches in town. Chip Kelly brought loud music to South Philadelphia with the Eagles, uh -huh. and, and music helps guys. Is music a big part of practice or a big yeah. part of, of stuff with guys, you know, getting ready for a game? Yeah, it is. I mean, we certainly um, we think that there's an energy you can create at yeah. the start of practice with, with some music. I think that there's um, a, lot of, a lot of football coaches do this, you know, crowd noise. And, you know, there's, there's a noise level that you got to kind of coach through or, or communicate through defensively schemes, et cetera. Um, yeah, we, we, we think it can be a, an energy uh, booster. Yeah. All right, final question for you. When a Sixers fan is asked, the Nick Nurse Sixers that we're going to see, what are the things you want them to say about your team? Well, I think that... Um, if they're walking up the stairs after watching a game, I, I would hope they say, man, those guys really played hard tonight. Like, they gave everything they had to try to win. That's what I want them to say. All right, well, welcome to okay, Philly. Thanks Welcome to town. We'll get thank that you. top five starters list for the, for the music. <laughs> All right, another time. Yeah, thank All you. Right, yeah, right. Thank you.